0: jesus name this is pastor sean and you're listening to the intersection not your normal fluffy christian show and we already know that uh we are living in a semi uh semi-banana republic at this point we know that there's a two-tier justice system and we know this because we see people like hunter biden walking around hillary clinton people who we know have participated in lots of corruption joe biden we see them walking around pretty much unscathed, no investigations. And yet, we see people like General Flynn, a real patriot. We see many people who are Trump associates. We see many people being raided by the FBI. Uh, we see people being persecuted. We see their lives being destroyed. You know, nowadays in our new banana republic, they don't come get you in a train car. They don't have to build expensive camps to send you to to re-educate you. No, we built a system... In which they can just destroy your life while you're sitting at home. They just ruin you, make it so your job gets lost, make it so you're a pariah to society. They smear you, destroy you, audit you, rage you, whatever they've got to do so that you will comply. And they just starve you out right in your own home. They just cancel you, make you, make you a pariah on social media. I mean, they, they, this is the new form of banana republic. It's the lazy one. They don't even have to come get you. They don't even have to build camps, but we know that we have a two-tier justice system. Otherwise, you would not see uh, January sixth protesters. By the way, January sixth, the only person who was killed was Ashley Babbitt. Stop! Stop! It's lies. It's there is no no officers were killed. None. No officers were killed. No one was killed. The only person killed was Ashley Babbitt, a Trump supporter, shot. She was unarmed, and she was shot by a police officer, a Capitol police officer, and killed. Only person killed on January 6th. And yet, they're still languishing in jail, many of them really political prisoners. Never been to trial yet, not even been charged after going on two years. Some of them in bad health, being treated poorly from what we hear. And yet, zero Antifa... People charged with crimes after months and months, summers of riots, summers of destruction, zero people on the left for billions of dollars of destruction, multiple fatalities, lots and lots of people injured or killed or livelihoods destroyed. We see almost nobody indicted or going to jail. And this is just the reality we live in. There's not a whole lot of sense griping or crying about it. It's just the reality we live in, that we live in a culture now in which the justice system works on behalf of those who agree and it persecutes those, intimidates those who do not. And this is the reason why people can walk around unscathed by corruption while other people's lives are destroyed for merely being having a wrong opinion. Um, and this is, this no more holds true than we see, especially against people of faith. Um, now, there is a history of persecution against the, the church, starting all the way back in the time of Jesus, all the way through the, the book of Acts, all the way, all the way through history, we see, and, and by the way, um, now, worldwide, there's been more Christian persecution in this century than there were in these centuries prior to this. It's dangerous to be a Christian in many places. Um, and I'm not going to say it's gone to a place here to where it's as dangerous as it is other places, but it's definitely, definitely Christian values can put you on the uh, the disapproval list of those on the left and cause you some grief and persecution, especially in the in the cancel culture area. Not, not always in the legal area, but in the cancel culture area. They can try to destroy your life, smear you, make you a bigot, a hater, everything that's wrong with society. Well, um, this is just the way it is, and it's the way it's been for the church for centuries. And there's no clear evidence of this than our own Justice Department. The FBI has announced indictments of 22 pro-life protesters. Mm. did you know that and zero pregnancy center firebombers isn't it funny they can find they can go all over the country and find anyone who was at january 6th they can go all over the country and find anyone that they think um because by the way the the biden doj passed some some executive orders about protesting at at abortion clinics which by the way is a first amendment right of people to peacefully protest and um they're going after pro lifers, just like they're going after conservatives, they're going after um anybody who's on the right, they're going after Trump associates, they're raiding people left and right who don't fit the the left narrative. Um and now they're going after pro-life people who, by the way, aren't aren't politically pro-life. That's not the reason it, it may it may reflect in politics. But the reason people are pro-life is because of their deep seated religious convictions that All human life is valuable, especially that in the womb. Isn't that a terrible, isn't that a terrible thought? What a, what a terrible bunch of people wanting babies to live. Did you ever think that would be a day when you would be, you would be on the outs because you wanted babies to live because you wanted mamas to have their babies? Because you wanted minorities not to abort half their population. You know, they talk about white supremacy, and they always they, they always try to to make it that the people on the right are white supremacists. People on the right want minorities to have their babies. We want them to. We will. We will help. We will. We will adopt. it happens all the time. And they say, "Oh, you guys are just pro life up to birth." Wrong. You know how many friends that I have that have adopted? You know how many people are waiting in line to adopt babies? We want all babies to live, and we want uh you know it'd be be a very 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 weak very very weak group of white supremacists who want minority babies to live uh makes me wonder where are the real white supremacists those who want who want minority babies to die is kanye west was like, you know I mean, you know it's it's funny how you can be a darling until you know when kanye west uh when kanye west uh attacked george bush he was like a hero and then when he was rapping and making filthy rap he was a hero and then he seems to have some sort of conversion i'm not going to, to to judge where where uh kanye is with jesus but he says he's a christian and he says he believes in god and he says he's pro-life and the minute that happened he was as anathema as hitler yes he did he did by a comedian he did compare kanye west to hitler funny hitler perfected abortion but yet Kanye, who is pro life, is now bearing the brunt. He's got canceled by Huntington Bank. Yeah, they don't want to do business with him anymore. That's, that's, that's the other part of this banana republic is they just get corporations not to do business with you, not to lend you money, not to let you, not, not, not to let you, uh, to live in a fashion if you don't follow the left narrative. So the Department of Justice under Attorney General Merrick Garland announced, The indictment of pro-life activist Herb Garrity on October 14th, by the way, raided the House with a SWAT team, bringing the number of apparently nonviolent pro-life protesters targeted under the Face Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act by President Joe Biden's DOJ this year to 22. By the way, when Antifa was blocking doors, when they were breaking doors down and throwing firebombs in, They were just young people expressing themselves passionately. And yet when people try to say babies, they are somehow some sort of fascistic terrorist. So Joe Biden's DOJ has indicted 22 meanwhile the agency has yet to announce a single arrest or indictment against any of the vandals or arsonists who terrorized and firebombed crisis pregnancy centers after the leak of the Supreme Court Dobbs versus Jackson decision overturning Roe versus Wade so a number of pro-life by the way these are organizations that help pregnant mothers so these people are really pro-choice they would be they would be good with the other choice They would say, oh yeah, yeah, we have abortion clinics and we have, and we have pro-life clinics who encourage people to keep their babies and help them along that process. And that, that would, that would equal a choice. But they're not really about pro-choice. They're pro-abortion. There's only one choice. That's to go to Planned Parenthood and terminate your baby. There's no choice for people to encourage you to keep your baby. Those people are terrorists. People who want babies to be born are terrorists. And people who want to slaughter them by the millions, especially minorities. They are freedom progressives. They are on the right side of history. And yet they can chase down and find January 6th people underneath rocks and trees just from video footage or from people turning them in. And yet they can't find a single person who did an act of terror. By the way, there were no firebombings on January 6th. None. No one threw Molotov cocktails on January 6th. And yet, these folks who firebombed crisis pregnancy centers, which, by the way, is an act of terrorism, should be put in prison for a long, long, long time. How do we know we have a two-tier justice system? Because radical pro-abortion people can intimidate and protest in front of Supreme Court justices' houses, which is against the law, and Merrick Garland and Biden's DOJ did nothing. They allowed them to try... In fact, one showed up to assassinate Brett Kavanaugh, had a weapon with him, and yet nothing happens. But if you, out of your passion, go and protest at an abortion clinic, you could find yourself on the wrong side of Merrick Garland's DOJ. Imagine wanting babies to live. What a sick country we've come to. Garrity, a 25-year-old from Pittsburgh who was accused of participating in a reproductive care clinic blockade in Washington D.C. on October 22, 2020, along with nine other defendants. The DOJ alleges Garrity forcefully entered the abortion facility and set about blockading two clinic doors using their bodies, furniture, chains and ropes. In March, the FBI announced indictments against the other nine, Lauren Hannity of Alexandria, Virginia, Jonathan Darnell, 40 of Arlington, blah, 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 gives a bunch of names of a bunch of people who did an act of civil disobedience. Remember when civil disobedience in the name of something just was considered a good thing? as long as it wasn't violent and didn't hurt others. But, but civil disobedience, my parents were involved in Operation Rescue in the 80s, and they, they got kind of a bad rep because they they blockaded abortion clinic doors. It was an act of civil disobedience. It was called a sit-in. Remember those things the progressive loved in the 60s? The sit-ins. And yet they're being treated as though they're actually terrorists. The indictment also alleges that all ten defendants violated the FACE Act by te- by using a physical obstruction to injure, intimidate, or interfere with the clinic's employees and a patient because they were providing or obtaining reproductive health services. The DOJ continued in its recent press release. Yet, if people in uh, you know people want to have gun control rallies or they want to have uh, uh, pro-choice rallies and things, they can become as unhinged and violent as they they want without any repercussions. A description of a demonstration by LifeSize News, however, paints a far less charged picture. Once inside, the rescuers sought to offer help to families who were seeking abortion. Oh, in other words, there's another side to the story. Counseling them to change their minds about aborting their babies. Praying with them. My God, they came and prayed. Send these people down the tracks. Weaponizing Prayer to pray with people, and informing them about local resource centers. Rescuers block the abortion facility's entrances and station themselves around the complex to physically prevent access to the building. The protests very well may have violated trespassing restrictions as well as provisions for the FACE Act, which criminalizes attempts to interfere with a person for obtaining or providing reproductive health services. The law was passed in 1994 and designed to crack down on attempted bombings or arson of abortion offices. Now, we would totally 100% condemn bombings or attempted attacks on abortion clinics. But acts of civil disobedience are required by those who have personal convictions about things. The DOJ claims the FACE Act is is not about abortions, but protects all patients, providers, facilities that provide reproductive health services, including pro-life pregnancy counseling services. Really, but under Biden's Justice Department, it might as well limit its protections to abortion facilities. They've done nothing about the attacks on the pro-life abor- uh, pro-life facilities. Furthermore, if the overboard law can stretch by corrupt g-men to prosecute peaceful americans exercising their first amendment rights as garland doj has since stretched it congress should repeal it it should be repealed in a just world federal law wouldn't exist to protect the practice of killing babies in their mother's womb but since it does it appears the fbi made an easy example out of the Garrity and the nine participants who were indicted in march of the of this year if convicted they face up to a maximum of 11 years in prison far more than you get in new york for stabbing somebody in fact you don't even got to pay bail in New York if you stab a living adult person um 3 years of supervised release and a fine up to 260 grand even though their alleged crimes pale in comparison to the devastation wrought by abortion activists shattering windows and pitching Molotov cocktails into pro-life pregnancy resource centers they're not even looking for those people they don't care They do not care. Just like when during the lockdowns here in Michigan, Dana Nessel was more concerned about prosecuting and terrorizing business owners who wanted to stay open, hairstylists, uh, food distributors, grocery store owners. She was more worried about terrorizing the terrorizing those who were vaccine deniers than she was about crime in the inner cities. And she was about prosecuting real crime, carjackings thefts, stealings, murders, more concerned with going against their political opponents than fighting real crime. Since the roundup of the nine pro-life lifers who participated in the D.C. protests, the FBI has made similar arrests of pro-life protesters who alleged crimes are far less clear indicating that the weaponized agency is becoming more and bold in its crackdown on opponents of the administration's radical pro- pro-abortion stance. In other words, it went from maybe some people who were blocking a door to beginning to just come after people simply because they are pro-life. and September 23rd, some 20 to 30 armed FBI agents with more than a dozen vehicles swarmed Catholic pro-life activists and author Mark Hoke's house in Pennsylvania and arrested him in front of his children, according to Hoke's wife, Hoke is accused of attacking a patient escort named Bruce Love at a Planned Parenthood facility in violation of the FACE Act. But Ryan Marie says her husband only shoved him away from his child after Love refused to stop verbally harassing their 12 year old son. I would have knocked him freaking out. If a pro, if a pro choice activist was acting like a nut and personally threatening him, threatening my kid, I'm going to jail, bro, because that dude's next broke. That's called protecting your family. Probably cussing and swearing, saying filthy, nasty, disgusting, pedophilic things that they do. Just like we've now allowed pedophiles under the guise of being drag queens to come into uh, serious proximity to our children when they would otherwise be arrested in the other circumstance. But and who are these parents who are bringing young kids to see grown pedophiles in dresses getting their jollies around children? The pedophiles have found a way to breach and get in. Furthermore, as a federal legal correspondent said, as a matter of law, the facts of a private criminal complaint sworn out by Love do not constitute a violation of the FACE Act because Hoke was standing at a corner away from the abortion facility. No clients were involved, and the alleged assault had nothing to do with the so called reproductive services. And that conclusion flows from the Love's first version of the facts, ignoring Hoek's allegation that Love was harassing his 12-year-old son. In other words, he wasn't even blocking an abortion clinic door. He wasn't even dealing with a patient. He was defending his son against some some, some uh, sadistic, fanatic, ridiculous, psychotic who was uh, heckling his son. The case against Mark was thrown out of the district court in Philadelphia earlier this year. LifeSite News reported, but the FBI picked it up as the federal agency continues to wage war on the administration's political opponents. In other words, the court threw the case out, and the FBI came after him anyway. Hoke faces a maximum possible sentence of 11 years in prison. three hundred or Three years of supervised release and fines up to $350,000. You know, if they were doing that to criminals, there'd be no more rape, murder. No, we let them go. We let real menace to society go. And we chase down religious people for protesting against an insidious thing like abortion. And they are now the people that are considered dangerous. Well, what a day and time that we live in. But can I ask you something? Did we not know? Did Jesus not Tell us. This is why I'm not here complaining. Listen, this is America. So I expect equal opportunity under the law. I expect fair and, and, and just treatment of people. I expect the law to be equally applied. Justice should be blind, right? We expect that as Americans. But we also anticipate as Christians, anticipate that persecution will come. And don't, do, and it is for your religious convictions. It's not because these people are standing outside an abortion clinic protesting. It's because they are loathed. It's first of all, a spiritual battle. The devil hates them. He loathes them because they're trying to rescue children made in the image of God. That's why Kanye West, now being considering himself a conservative, a pro-lifer and a Christian, can be completely erased, ridiculed, and even racially profiled by banks. Because of his convictions, because it doesn't really have to do with color of skin. It has to do with beliefs. Folks, those of you think that the left progressive Democrats are for racial equity, they only use minorities when it's convenient. But when a minority no longer toes the line like a Ben Carson or a Kanye West or a Candace Owens, then they are no longer even black. They don't, they're not afforded the same respect and the same protections. They're allowed to be slandered by white liberals and even called all kinds of hideous names. Larry Elder being called Uncle Tom by white liberals. Because it isn't about racial justice. It's not about equity. It's about progressive beliefs. And if you don't follow the progressive left narrative, you are white, black, or indifferent. You are ostracized. The followers of Christ have been persecuted from the beginning. Countless people have had to lay down their lives for the sake of Christ and rather deny him. All but one of Jesus' disciples became martyrs for their faith and commitment to Christ. Jesus said this was to be expected when he said, A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. So Christian, believer, person that has traditional values and faith, understand this. Don't get defensive. Yes, we should expect equal justice under the law. And yes, we should demand, especially in a country like America, that our rights be respected. But don't anticipate, don't anticipate that this world and the world system, especially when progressive left holds power, that they are going to respect you. They are going to, in the same way they want to supposedly protect the rights of others, they want, they're going to protect your rights. Jesus said if they persecuted me they'll persecute you also the history of the church Christian church shows that persecution of Christians have been constant it has never let up in the world even today in many nations Christians are suffering and even dying for their faith now places of worship being burned now we haven't come to that we've not come to that but I can tell you that the, when you put your finger in the air the tide the tide of the tide of Attitude towards those who hold, who are Christians or hold Judeo-Christian values. You know, there's there's people who don't even don't even aspire to be Christians. Don't really believe, but they hold Judeo-Christian values. They believe in those, and they are also ostracized. But Jesus said, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. And we need to understand that we should expect equal justice under the law, but anticipate. That those who are enemies of the cross of Christ, those who hate Christianity and its values, Jesus said, listen, he said, listen, they, they hated me, they're going to hate you. You're not getting away scot-free. So while we expect justice, we need to anticipate persecution. Until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. We're the bad news. We're the We're the ones that they told you to run from Yeah, the player's gonna play